Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned spooky dooky yeah. and, and and unfortunate climate. The the first thing that you talked about at the top of the show was this hotel Peary. Yeah. And a man who affected the climate of his room, and then a ghost appeared. Now that was some spooky dooky. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And we are continuing our journey through the states, this time by stopping in Utah. It's a, a bizarre path that we've taken. <laughs> that we've, we weave. Yes. Yes. But we are in Utah mm-hmm. this week. We're going to be taking a look at some hauntings, maybe a UFO story. Mm. And I've got some things that are almost literally just like headlines with zero backup. You know what's weird? I also found things like this. Like there was there was stuff that just felt like they were just shorties. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. Listen, Utah, we appreciate you. I don't even yeah. have listener stats. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we don't have any listeners in Utah, but I wonder now. Yeah. Because Utah, I'm sometimes just getting these like short bites with zero backup. Right. Where I'm just like, I just have to accept on face value. Why don't I just tell you one real quick? Because it's yeah. literally a line. Yeah. Somebody in a uh, a Reddit post. Uh, all these links that we talk about will be in our show notes and stuff on gttupod.com. Mm-hmm. Somebody's like, talk. what are some urban legends from Utah? And somebody would go like, oh, well, of course, um, uh, there's this, there's that. The Rose Park Willie Tickler. <laughs> okay. And then just move on. And so I popped into quotes, Rose Park Willie Tickler. Yeah. And it only went back to Reddit. Weird. And then people were like, what could that be? LOL. Maybe that was the Rose Park Willie Tickler, and they were trying to <laughs> like heighten their profile. Doing some PR. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, tell people about me. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I have the name, and we can all extrapolate what, say, it, what it might mean. We might have the story. If honestly. you're in the Rose Park vicinity of the state of Utah. Stop by and say hi to the Willie Tickler, I guess. <laughs> the Rose Park Willie Tickler. But it's stuff like that. Yeah. That's yeah. not the only one I've got either. I've got a couple others where I'm just like, that's it? I don't have stuff that's quite as short as that. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Why don't I tell you my favorite of the two very short things I Wonderful, have? Wonderful, yes. This um, might be a weirdy, everybody, which is fine by me. Sure. I, I have other things, but um, I had a quick bites section yes. of my notes. And here's one of them. This is the Peary Hotel. And um, a spokesperson for the Peary Hotel named Christopher Watson said, a moaning Molly, she lives in our elevator. A lot of guests have had experiences riding on our haunted elevator. Only quote from this person that I found. Okay. And then I found, I did a little bit more Googling and saw that the elevator has been found to move from floor to floor on its own. Um, also that the sounds of ghostly children running through the hall has been heard. Okay, very to the, classic to the haunting stuff. A lot of classics. The strange smell of perfume and a tall, dark man who stands in doorways before disappearing when approached. Ah. So okay. here's what really makes the Puri Hotel come alive for Puri? me. Puri? Puri. P-E-E-R-Y. Okay. Which is interesting that it has a bodily function in the name because I've got something else that's <laughs> along those lines. Puri Hotel, yeah. So there is this website for... a. Or, I mean, they're websites, but I've come across this format for a bunch of different states. So I assume it's for perhaps all 50 states. But this is utahhauntedhouses.com okay. that I used. And it's almost like hauntedplaces.org, which I also used. Love it. Um, which is a site where you can go and find haunted places on a map and then leave like a comment and basically a review for them saying how haunted you find them. And on that website, there's kind of a rating system, which is like... 
do you think this is haunted? It's like yes or no. And mm -hmm. then it shows you a percentage of how many people say yes, how many say no on the site. This has a, a pumpkin rating system ah, where you can okay. give five pumpkins. This review um, gave this place five pumpkins. And the, the uh, reviews or comments are anonymous, but this is what this person had to say. The title is Scariest Day of My Life. And it was posted on 10-5-22. So just about a year ago. I was sitting in my bed just hanging out when suddenly I felt a fart coming upon me. <laughs> oh my god. Of course you picked this one. But of also, course I did. What wonderful the wordsmith that, <laughs> that created this post. This is really quite Start from beautiful. the top. I just want to hear it again. Yeah. I was sitting in my bed just hanging out when suddenly I felt a fart coming upon me. So like any logical fella, I ripped it in the bed suddenly after... Suddenly, after a large, tall-shaped ghost peered in on me from the left window in my room. So I'll say this again. So, like any logic of, logical fella, I ripped it in the bed. Ripped it right in the bed. Got it. Suddenly, after... A, okay, I got it. Suddenly, after a large, tall-shaped ghost peered in on me from the left window in my room. I How got can something be shaped tall? I don't know. I, I The punctuation was off. This is... I want a whole book written by this person. <laughs> Me too. It, unfortunately, they're anonymous. Oh, damn. I felt a rumble in my stomach. <sighs> it might have been the fart, but this is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already ripped it in the bed. You just told us. So it's a new fart It's another one. It's yeah. not the fart. Not the fart. That one's gone, Johnny. Gone. It's, it's gone. It burned. <laughs> uh, I felt a rumble in my stomach. It might have been the fart, but this truly had my heart racing. <laughs> All in all, I saw the tall, slender black figure, and it scared me half to death. You have been warned. About what? About farting in the room? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Is this ghost I guess summoned these are by... The, right, these are the circumstances that bring uh, bring around the tall-shaped ghost. A logical rip in the sheets? Yeah. <laughs> it's only logical. Right, a rip in the space-time continuum. It was perfectly rational and logical. Plain to do so. It's I ripped in the sheets. <laughs> like any logical fella. A fart came upon me, so I ripped in the bed. What What would you have me say, officer? <laughs> I, um, okay, well, cool, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so things like this were coming up. Just sort of... Oh, that was it, that was the whole thing. That's it. It was just a uh, taste of Utah. All done. <laughs> the flavors of Utah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I found several things, well, not quite I, uh, like that, I, uh, but yeah. um, just yeah. shorties. I'm going to give you my only big gun now. Okay. Because it, too, it's interesting in and of itself. It's its own encapsulated story of a thing in Utah. This was interesting in and of itself. You're oh, absolutely right. Of course it is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but even still. A five still, pumpkin event. A five, oh, five pumpkiner. <laughs> That's like the, the 1408 rating system, right? When, yeah. When uh, John Cleese. <laughs> John Cusack. In the movie. That'd be a very different movie. <laughs> that I'd be happy to watch. The, you know, many people don't realize that 1408 is a remake. John Cusack <laughs> plays a character once played by John Cleese. <laughs> the original British 1408. Yeah. But so he's a, a, a horror writer and he goes to these different hotels and stays in the haunted rooms and then writes like out of how many headstones or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Having a five pumpkin event is very like, it's it's that like comical thing where like, it's 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 approachable and understandable. Yeah. But it's also not very like because there's some people who take the the paranormal so seriously. 
Not not this person. Like Zach Bagans doesn't rank things out of five pumpkins. No, definitely not. Right, like there are two different like wavelengths no, of people who are evil. into the paranormal. Yeah. yeah, we have to treat it with respect. Yes. Lest us fall into danger. Absolutely. I would yeah. love to see what happens when a fart comes upon Mr. Bagans. I... Would he do the same thing? It's only logical. He is a logical fellow. I would be quite interested to see. But so I'm going to talk to you about, about this story that I've got. There is a... There, I should say, before I launch into this other things. So I was looking around. I specifically was trying to keep to like UFO events or urban legends, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And uh, so in looking for things, I found a big Utah story, Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. Well, we already covered Skinwalker Ranch in episode 136. That's right. Exactly half of our catalog ago. Th Wow. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> You're right. I totally bought that at face value for a second. I wrote that as a stupid joke. You did? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. And look, I put joke yeah. in parentheses. You and put joke in your own notes to remind yourself? What if I was just reading and I said it straight? You don't think you would notice? I don't know. Just in case. So instead of getting to cover something awesome like Skinwalker Ranch, <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about the Dugway Proving Ground. Oh, cool. I love Doug. The Dugway Proving Ground. Doesn't that sound already like some sort of like a... Sounds lackluster. What's a proving ground? Like you can't get Krispy Kreme, so you have to get like... You go to Dugways. You go to Dugways? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like it, does, it feels lesser than. Or instead of Subway. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't worry. At Dugway, you can get Subway. <laughs> I will explain. Okay. So this is colloquially referred to as the new Area 51. Mm. The name may feel lesser and unknown. Nobody knows about this place. Right. Um, but it, it's a pretty interesting story. There. So listen to this. This is actually a gigantic U.S. Army facility in Utah. The, the footprint of this Army facility is larger than the state Rhode Island. Oh my God. It is, it is quite large. It is so large, in fact, that it has its own... Let me see, where did I write this part down? It's, it's such a large place that it has its own elementary school, oh my God. its own high school, and its own Subway restaurant. Oh, that's weird. Dugway has a subway so you can eat fresh you can eat fresh no matter what don't worry about it phew i'm a little puzzled as to why they specifically call out subway and nothing else like it really implies that like there's one subway could not satisfy all of the state of rhode island that's a good point you know there must be something else in there there's got it but there's a starbucks and i'm stuff. not sure but but that comes to us from utahstories.com who the hell knows right so to talk a little bit about the history of the actual place. Mm -hmm. So this was an army base that mostly seems like it was testing biological weapons. And so it was doing this for a long time. It first opened in 1942. Um, and, uh, it's got some gnarly history. We talked recently in our one of our Indiana Jones episodes. We talked about the idea of these nuclear testing doom towns. Right. Where they literally set up, and you see it in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, where they like fabricate an entire town mm -hmm. to see what a nuclear blast would do to a conventional suburban home. So they build homes yeah. to code, like your home, like your apartment building, and then they blow it up. Yeah. To see what still remains standing. Well, How that's, efficient this bomb will be. Yeah, that's sort of what was happening at the Dugway Proving Ground. Now, you know what? This was sounding familiar to me, and I realized why. It's because they visited the Dugway Proving Ground on Rob Lowe's paranormal TV show from the late 2010s, The Low Files. No way. Yes. 
Wow. Yep. All right. I remembered. This so I, I gave fate. it a quick goog. Wait, Co- why? Coming soon to the Netherworld Dispatch. We're going to do the, the low files. Would love. I think we have to. Let's Ear, do it earmark that for the future. By episode. Okay. I'll it's do that. fabulous. I, it really is wonderful yeah, and charming. Yeah, it's worthy of like a Ghost Adventures Adventures style. And look. short enough. It was I a, a like short lived Rob Lowe paranormal focused show with his sons with johnny and like matthew edward or something it, it was he had, he had like two first names i can't remember we watched it as it came out originally and it's been long enough yeah patreon.com slash gttu pod yeah. that, that will show up someday some way yes um so the dugway proving ground was a test for these weapons so listen to this testing commenced in the summer of 1942 during world war ii DPG, the Dugway Proving Ground, tested toxic agents, flamethrowers, chemical spray systems, biological warfare weapons, firebombing tactics, antidotes for chemical agents, and protective clothing. During 1943, the, quote, German village and, quote, Japanese village set pieces. Uh Uh-huh. They call these domestic hamlets. Oh. were built in Dugway. So they built a German village yeah. and a Japanese village to test the efficacy of flamethrowers oh and stuff. Oh, my God. Um, the world is so weird. It was for practice in the firebombing of homes of, of the types in urbanized areas of Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. So they tested how effectively they could firebomb Nazi villages yeah. in a Utah army compound. They built a German village and bombed it. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Like the secret secret stuff. What don't we know? How big is Utah? Well, I'm telling you, this thing was the size of Rhode Island. That's what I'm saying. So this thing, it's not like this thing was the whole of Utah. No. If, no, no, I know. But if this was contained in Utah, yeah. Utah must be humongous. Oh, it's it's gigantic. Yeah. All kinds of secrets lurking in the hills of Utah. You're not kidding. The reason we're doing Utah is in honor uh, we should have said at the top of the show of Sister Wives coming back this week. Oh, right. And the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City coming back like next week or in two weeks. That's why Kristen's doing it. That's I, why William's doing it. I'm doing it because Kristen told me to. I, <laughs> I, I, I forgot that this all had some... That's the reason. Some sicko connection for you and your reality television fixations. That's right. Um, so anyway, uh, it closed for a few years in the 40s. Um, or did it really like there are a lot of there are yeah. a lot of theories of like did this thing ever really close right why would it close for a few years but here's where the Dugway Proving Ground gets its sort of nickname of the new Area 51 following 1947 and the infamous right Roswell incident it was theorized that maybe the U.S. Army was testing whatever technology we may have found from an alien crash mm-hmm. in Nevada were we trying to reverse engineer alien tech at the Dugway Proving Ground? It's a very interesting theory. Isn't it? It matches up time-wise, so you know? in the Dugway, you might be testing alien tech and then go to Subway. Right, and test out their new sandwich. Test out a new sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that'd be great if, like, Subway was like, well, one of our flagship shops that the public can't get to <laughs> is already on, like, a closed base, so we can do some... Ex- experimental sandwich invention. Before we release it wide. We can unleash our sandwich artists. Do you think that they tested out the Subway pizza there before they... I think you're right. I bet Dugway yeah. had the Subway pizza before anybody else. I and there were rumors right. and people tried to like take pictures of it. 
<laughs> no, and then you never they saw get them chased again. Away yeah. And disappear. Subway pizza was good. Was it? Yeah, when I worked at Starbucks, I would go get the Subway pizza sometimes when I, I got tired of the Starbucks frozen paninis. I have no recollection whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so there are halfway reliable. This is where I was like, I was saying this thing about like how a lot and you, you had this experience as well of like Utah, our research this week being like, it's a little light unsatisfying. and half useful. Yeah. So I wrote here, here are some halfway reliable stories. Sure. All right. And this comes from KSL.com quote. A former police officer claimed to have been traveling down a deserted road in the West Desert when a flying saucer whizzed, whizzed by. Mm. After he flashed a light beam onto the UFO, the UFO reacted by speeding up and over a mountain range until it was out of sight in seconds. The officer said a few minutes later, two fighter jets flew by following the same trajectory as the flying saucer. Mm. It's like... Whoa, someone, someone, are you telling me someone said that? Uh. Someone whose name doesn't appear in this article? <laughs> right, right. And there's They're about no... as reliable as the farter. Yeah, there's no, there's you nothing to lean on. Right, you can't trace it. Quote, when the writer for, so this KSL article is citing something from a website called Utah Stories, which mm -hmm. I will also be going to myself. When the writer of the Utah Stories article tried to obtain access to Dugway to observe the community firsthand. He reported he was denied access for having an unpaid ticket on his driving record. Oh, wow. Which is almost feels strict, but it also feels like kids playing some game. Yeah. No, you can't come in. You're not allowed to. You or have... just finding the anything to like not right. let them in. So I wrote two things, my, my sort of like editorializing on that. You can't come in. You've got an unpaid ticket. Who cares? Right. But one thing is like for the facility, like, all right, they found the one thing that keeps prying eyes away. Better safe than sorry. Just push them along. Yeah. Then the I other. They do take it. I, I, my license was suspended for an unpaid ticket. So those can be taken more seriously than you would think. Is that right? Yeah. It was a million well, years they ago. they sent them on. I mean, they sent the person on their way, it seems. I guess the Get New back Jersey. in your car and drive. <laughs> I guess the New Jersey thing, but an unpaid ticket sounds so nothing. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Maybe it's just New Jersey, but I guess they take it more seriously than you would think. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But then the other note that I wrote here about the, the whoever wrote that article. Oh, well, you got turned away for the unpaid ticket. Don't That's just it. don't just go pay it and come back. They just gave up. Just too bad. And then I'll, they wrote an article about it. I guess I'll it. never know. Maybe they wrote like a deadline or something. Like the article had to come <laughs> has, out. So it's has just to come like, out right this second. Yeah, right. right. Don't go back. Weird. Pay off the ticket and you return. Know, I, well, I tried. That's somebody who didn't really want to get in, right? I like hate It's a little scary. I hate to besmirch, but I also was at KSL TV for some things. I think you like to besmirch. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It's a complete lie that <laughs> yeah. I hate to besmirch. But um, yeah, I, I also was like, oh, okay, we're getting somewhere. And then it would just stop. Yeah. I've got, I've got. What's stopping these Utah reporters? What's happening in Utah that there's not much reliable yeah. reporting or mm. fleshing out of some of these stories? This is peculiar. But so I've got this now from Utah Stories themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I'll note that the article that I'm about to read to you from is from 2012. Oh. So it's over a decade ago before all of this like UFO stuff, all these hearings yeah. that seems to verify decades of people reporting that they're seeing things. And now we're finding out, yeah, they maybe not all of them, but, but it seems like people have been seeing UFOs. Yes. Confirmed. Yeah. All right. Quote. 
There are so many civilian contractors and military personnel stationed there that, oh, oh that Dugway has its own subway. I already yeah. read that to you. <laughs> I just wanted to say Dugway has a subway again. It's fun to say. Evidently, the Dugway Proving Ground is bordered by mountains mm -hmm. on three sides. It keeps it hidden. It keeps it hidden. It was probably a great geological area to build in because it keeps you protected on at least three sides. Then you can just watch the one easy entrance. Yeah. But if anyone approaches, be it from that open area or over the mountains, they will be met with ground troops and Apache helicopters. Oh, my God. They take it very seriously. Do not approach Dugway. Clearly. No matter you know, how much you need Subway. If, if I remember correctly, I think that Rob Lowe was turned away or something. Was it first. this? I remember him being turned yes. away from something. Was it Dugway? I think it was. Because uh -huh. basically when you were talking about Dugway, I was picturing him in a car. Yes. Like driving up to a big up security in the gate in yeah. the middle of nowhere and getting turned away. Oh, wow, fascinating. Yeah. What was it called? The low files? Mm -hmm. Well, on Patreon, when we finally do the low files files, yeah. we'll find out for John sure. John Owen. I think John that's, Owen. I yes. believe you're right. That's his son. Matthew One of them. and John Owen. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, follow me down this rabbit hole. I got a name salad for you here. Okay. Okay. But this is at least some accountability <laughs> and some information. A man named Dr. Stephen M. Greer. Mm -hmm. According to Utah stories, this is a renowned ufologist lays out what he believes to be going on in dear old Dugway. All right? Okay. He talks about Lockheed Martin, mm -hmm. which is one of the, the largest defense contractors in the world. Okay. The CEO of Lockheed Martin, one of the largest defense companies in all the world, a Dr. Ben Rich admitted on his deathbed, quote, for years he had been working with a secret military operation developing anti-gravity technology and flying saucers powerful enough to, quote, take E.T. home. <laughs> Did he say that part on his deathbed? Uh, He's being, like, jokey and quippy? There are quotes inside quotes inside quotes here, so I don't know. Hard to say. I'm not sure. This could just be a Utah stories. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, E.T. doesn't need to phone home. Nope. He'll fly home. We'll fly him there ourselves in our own spaceships. Yeah. <laughs> Guy was a real car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a real character. He did, he did open mic nights. Yeah. <laughs> um, a Lockheed engineer also said this, quote, these UFOs were huge and they would just come to a stop and do a 60, 45, 10 degree turn and then immediately just reverse. So what they're saying is like many of the UFO stuff that we've looked at on the show before, a lot of it is about people being like, it's not just weird that you're seeing a thing in the sky. Mm -hmm. It's that it's moving. Yeah, in a strange way. Yes, in a way that our typical technology is incapable. Yeah. Uh, an airplane cannot just stop on a dime and change direction. Yeah, or like people who are like also flying, like the, you know, like Navy people or whatever, they said that things would move side to side yeah. really fast. And it's right. like that can't really work that way. That's right. Uh, supposedly, one of the former... I guess the former chief of intelligence for the Joint Chiefs of Staff. <laughs> this again is where it feels like <laughs> I know humanity's I know. just like playing pretend. Yeah, right. It's this like is old just, children. Mm -hmm. just I'm making up names. I'm the chief of intelligence. Yeah, and I'm big. Yeah, exactly. I'm a big man in yeah. a big suit. <laughs> My suit's way so too big. So you're gonna listen to me. Yeah. Uh, he was denied information from Dugway hmm. uh, because he uh, it didn't satisfy a need to know basis. So that's big wig man was turned down because he yeah. didn't need to know. This is he one of those fun things. Enough. This is one of the I, I don't I, I was 
I get wishy-washy whenever we talk about all the UFO stuff because it does become just names on names and titles and here's what someone said. Okay, I don't know if I can trust that. Yeah. But I do like the idea of like somebody who's like, I'm the chief of intelligence. I believe I should know. Yeah, and somebody goes to get through all the red tape. No, you're not allowed to know though. Well, who governs that? Who decides... Dugway is just doing whatever it wants this all thing, the time. It goes all the way to the top. They might have they might have soup at their subway or something. Uh, I think Subway does have soup. Okay, what does Subway not have? Tacos. Uh, yeah. Maybe they got some crazy taco in there. I'd like to see it. And they don't have to answer to anyone. And taste it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, then we have sources of intel. Uh, okay. We've got, I've got a couple of things here. This one specifically, I guess. Yeah. That is undeniably verifiable. Listen to this kind of information I got out of Utah. Okay. Uh, here's, here's a source. Quote, a Utah man known as Alien Dave. Okay. He says that he saw a jet vanish into thin air. If you're going to believe anyone. Believe Alien Dave. Right. He also says he watched a convoy of Humvees that were traveling along a road and then disappeared into a massive subterranean fortress <laughs> built Whoa. into the side of a mountain. Now, wow. that I almost believe. I it's know. It's like somebody just built a tunnel and then covered it with like a tarp. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. Humvees drove through. You don't sure. have to describe it as they disappeared into a subterranean fortress. If somebody it's like, goes it's in, like Batman driving into his... You know, whatever his cave fortress of, of solitude. Cave bat, of solitude. It's called the Bat Cave. Yeah. The Batman Cave. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it, it was just that. Yeah. But Alien Dave doesn't stop there. He also personally witnessed, quote, a laser beam launch high into outer space. This guy's really lucked out with these sightings. Alien Dave earned the nickname. Yeah, I can see why they call him that. He knows all... Um, now that, that laser beam that launched into outer space evidently quote, left the air smelling of ozone Mm. and alien Dave's hair was standing on end. Oh, okay. Does ozone smell like, I kind of do know they use that as a note in like perfumes and stuff. It smells like ozone out here. Your wife, who's a fragrance expert, would probably be able to explain or describe Ah, it. I blew it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so anyway, uh. All, the point is, to wrap up my Dugway excursion, Yes, it's just like every UFO thing. It's all speculation. Right. And I'm sure there's tons it's of documentation. And I'm, So I'm not going to poo-poo it. I'm going to say all of this happened. Sure. The subway has tacos That's, and whatever. We have as much evidence saying that it all happened yeah. as we do that it didn't happen. And, and I, I am just a simple man. I cannot sift through mountains of data. Of course not. And parse it out. But I will say... If there's any glimmer that things are just fine and dandy at Dugway, mm-hmm. um, it's not helped by this incident <laughs> from the 60s, known only as the sheep kill incident. Uh-oh. Evidently in the 60s, those <laughs> geniuses at Dugway. <laughs> yeah. I on their own supply. What's in that Subway soup? They started testing a nerve agent only known as Agent VX. Oh my God. And it ended up... I really don't like the idea of a nerve agent. Mm. Whenever that comes up, I'm always like... Unnerved by that nerve agent. I don't like it. It ended up killing and, quote, disabling Mm -hmm. over 6,000 sheep. Oh, my God. And then the army just, like, paid for them. (laughs) Paid for the sheep? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's money because we tested our nerve agent on Utah's sheep. Sorry about that. Also, in 2015, 
they accidentally shipped anthrax all over the country. <laughs> it's like to like seven or eight states. They, they said that they had inert anthrax that they were going to test. It. And it wasn't. And they just shipped it everywhere. And then there were all these investigations that are like, you shouldn't have done that. What is going on with this? Pl like, what's their job? What's going on with Exactly. Doug? What's happening at Dugway? These experiments don't sound great. That I, former chief of intelligence from that joint chiefs of staff. Yeah, I know. Needs to get in there. Whoever that is. I feel like they that need not to. not named. Yeah. I feel like they need to contain this further. If they're like killing 600 sheep. They're doing a bad job. And they job. didn't expect that that was going to happen. It wasn't like this is a, a possible risk right. of what we're doing. It's yeah. just like, oops. And also shipping anthrax everywhere. That's a major whoopsie. Yeah. Somebody needs to put Alien Dave in charge. Honestly, yes. It he sounds, might do a better job. It sounds like he's keeping good records yeah. and he'd be able to get these things It's straight. also this like age of information American base yeah, where it's yeah. like, we know where it is. It's bordered by three mountains uh, and they keep making mistakes, but they do have their own subway. I don't even know why we know that. It's, if they've got their own ecosystem, it's like they've got an elementary school and a high school and a subway. First of all, that's your pipeline, right? Like <laughs> you, you're born at Dugway so that you can one day work at Subway. <laughs> you know, like, oh, shit. Like, just make that its own, its own, it's its own country. Yeah, it's basically acting. It's what, what do you, you call that when a, a state or a town is not part of the country? It's like. Yeah, there's a term. There is. I don't know what. I can't remember what it is. Why should I know it? I don't know. But yeah, it's like it's acting as its own little system yes. and government. Yes. The cuckoo place. Must pipe. go to war with Dugway. They should have let the Lowe's in there. Yeah. I bet they'd be able to clean it up. Rob Lowe could have. Mm -hmm cleaned up that no sheep town this guy can do anything he as well, far as i'm concerned okay no I, uh i'm still on team alien dave <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's right maybe they could team up he's got the name yeah he's, yeah he's perfect <laughs> so there you have it that's that's really spoiler alert that's like aside from like just some like garbage i could tell you that's like almost all i have this episode is dugway fine. dugway and dump i got good news for you will yeah we're basically halfway through. Oh, thank God. Oh, <laughs> we're almost out of Utah. sweat from our brows. You can only walk halfway yeah, into halfway. Utah. Yeah. And now we're walking back out. <laughs> I'm sorry, Utah listeners. Not unlike the Browns from torturous. Sister Wives. They were in Utah and then they fled because they were worried that they were going to get arrested mm -hmm. for polygamy. Oh. And so they got, they got right out of there. Wait a minute. What? Is this? Sister that, Wives. Was this on one of your shows? Yeah, on Sister Wives. So they're not in Utah anymore? Well, one of them is because she left the family and yeah. moved back to Utah because she liked it there and her daughter is there. Oh. Now they are in, I think it's Arizona. Oh. The bulk of them. Yeah, Flagstaff is Arizona, right? And yet yeah. we're doing this? Why aren't we doing Arizona? Well, they, because also the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City okay. is in Utah. And Christine is in Utah from Sister Wives. Okay. So. You know, I, it still works. Don't worry about it. Anyway. Flimsiest premise it, for an episode. Can we give this show an award? William, shut it. <laughs> William. The boss is mad. Quiet now. All right. All right. <laughs> so you can get more of this. Sure. The hell Who doesn't this want more? Is. 
um, at patreon.com slash gttupod. We have a whole second podcast. Again, if you crave more. <laughs> Gotta have this. it. It's better than this. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's called The Netherworld Dispatch, and it comes out every Monday for people who are on our demon tier. And we also have other tiers that you can check out. The show comes out at different intervals for mm -hmm. them. You can um, see what we got, see what works for you, and then enjoy all this bonus content. We have, what, a hundred and something episodes? of yes. Netherworld Dispatch. The most recent episode of the Netherworld Dispatch is episode 123. Yeah. And guess what? If you sign up for our Patreon at any of the tiers that get you these shows, mm -hmm. it instantly unlocks all the shows that fit your tier. Yep. So you're immediately going to get access to stuff going back years in all likelihood. I would say likelihood. minimum dozens. Yeah, probably at, at this point. Sure. Yeah. Um, but so yes, this most recent, recent episode, episode 123, we covered a show called Paranormal Lockdown. Mm -hmm. This is the show that one of the former cast members of Ghost Adventures, Zach Bagan's Ghost Adventures, left Ghost Adventures and started his own show. It's this. Right. And Kristen and I watched this two-parter where they investigate the Monroe house and find human remains in the basement. And it's not as big a deal as you would think it is? Imagine the meal Zach Bagans would make out of this. Oh my God, we would still be talking about it. I mean, this episode yeah. came out, I don't know, let's say 2017 or something. Yeah. We would still be talking about it on Ghost Ventures. But yeah, Nick Groff and Katrina Weidman, who you might recognize from Paranormal State. She's also on Portals to Hell with Jack Osborne. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's still on, I'm not totally sure. But anyway, Anyway, um, it was really fun to watch these episodes and talk about super them. Super fun, super bizarre. We love watching these paranormal shows and yeah. like, I don't know, dealing with the quote unquote evidence. <laughs> dealing with the fallout. Dealing with the personalities. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a whole thing. So go check that out. Michelle really Belanger shows up. <laughs> or Belanger. <laughs> Whatever, however you'd like to pronounce it. She's right. there. Yep. So go check that out. That's patreon.com slash GTTU pod. New shows every single Monday. Find a tier that fits. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got another review of our show here awesome. uh, for this week. Maybe I'll skip the one for next week. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Depending on how oh, this I episode is. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this review comes to us from Mick Carlson. Headline is, these guys are funny. Quote, I could listen to Kristen and Will talk all day long. When they talked about the Hoboken Monkey Man. Mm, I love that. And Billy Baldwin. I oh. laughed so hard. <laughs> oh. Five stars. Oh, this person gets it. I loved talking about Billy Baldwin. So if you also are a little puzzled by this Utah episode, those <laughs> episodes, the Hoboken Monkey Man was 235 and Billy Baldwin is 297. <laughs> so those are some better recommendations from McCarlson. Thank you for the five stars. Yes. Thank you very, very much. It really, I know every podcaster says it because it's true. It is true. Like it, it makes a, a difference and helps listeners decide to give the show a shot. And really thank you so, so, so much. And we are working toward a goal of having a thousand reviews. We're yeah. getting really, really close. We're like 930, maybe just barely That's under. Awesome. I know. We're awesome, there. awesome. So anyway, thank you so much to everybody who's left us a review. And people seem to like it when I when I read a review every week, which, yeah. is, which is fun and easy to do. And we really, really, really do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's a nice way to show how much we like it. So. Totally. So yeah. thank, thank you, everybody. If you've got yeah. other podcasters out there that you follow, mm -hmm. I would like to do a couple shows. I, I've got kind of an itch to, to, I don't know, make the rounds. Oh, do a guest or something? Yeah, I nice. think that would be kind of fun. So yeah. if you've got a show out there that you, you enjoy... Uh, I'd appreciate it. Float my name and say, get get Will on your show. I'll, I'll go talk to people. Or let Will know about it so he can reach out to them. That's probably smarter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you, everybody.
Perfect. All right. So let's talk about Rock Canyon Trail okay. in Utah. It looks stunning as much of Utah does. It really does. For it, as much as we've ragged on the data. And that could be an us problem to some extent. Absolutely. Although I haven't had this issue with other places. Same. But, but it does look beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's very mountainous. Mm -hmm. um, so lots of gorgeous shots of it with like just tons of big sky and it's really pretty so i am sick of these tiny sky places give me a big one there's small slivers of sky finally a big one so rock canyon trail is kind of like this beautiful but haunted oh. a lot of death has happened in this place um logically somewhat because it's a popular rock climbing spot now and that's obviously a very dangerous activity um but also all throughout history so the first famous death that happened there that's on the books was of a native american named big elk who led 70 of his men to fight a mormon militia over a land dispute Whoa. so they were doing their thing fighting it up and then big elk and several of his men were hurt in battle and they made their way to the rock canyon to escape but then died of their wounds uh, near the mouth of the canyon. Mm -hmm. Then Big Elk's wife, whose name we don't have, okay. um, tried to climb this to escape the militia, but then fell to her death. And an area of this called Squaw Peak is named after her. Okay. So it's said that... Um, Bad weather in particular seems to kick up paranormal activity here. So on cloudy days or rainy days, people are experiencing more things. Now, are they actually experiencing more things or are they in a spooky dookie mood? Yeah. So it makes you, you know, a little jumpy or something. Yes, it makes you more inclined to be jumpy. Right. Or, or to worry that something's around the corner. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned spooky dookie yeah. and, and, and unfortunate climate. The, the first thing that you talked about at the top of the show was this Hotel Peary yeah. and a man who affected the climate of his room, and then a ghost appeared. Now, that was some spooky dookie. He almost implied that, like, the ghost, like... Came upon him, he said. Yeah, like, or came out of his ass, kind of. Well, he said he the fart like... came upon him, <laughs> and he ripped it into the sheets, and then a ghost appeared. <laughs> uh, did he say it came out but... of his ass? <laughs> a ghost came out of my ass. But this is my the... <laughs> this is the... <laughs> I mean, what other conclusion am I to draw? I guess many. You know, he farts and then, oh, it happens to be that the ghost shows up. Correlation. He says is tall shaped. Does equate causation. You're right. What else is tall shaped? <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> um, so you're right. The climate is affecting this entire episode. This Not entire enjoying state, the ambiance. <laughs> um, so people have experienced things that you might expect knowing the story, probably if you're local, of Rock Canyon and knowing the story of Big Elk and his wife. People said they heard the sounds of drums beating, blood-curdling screams, Oof. a wailing woman who they say is perhaps the wife of Big Elk. Uh, who knows? And then another popular character that's seen around here is a man who seems like he's wearing clothing. We're jumping... In time to the 1970s. Okay. It's somebody who looks like he's dressed from the 70s. And when he's first spotted, he's standing up like high on a cliff and just staring at people as they go by. That's like, weird. Yeah, it's very Specifically weird. Specifically the 70s attire. Because like the, the images now, I don't know anything. And we're ragging on Utah, but it really, it, it does. It's, yeah. No, it's, it's a place like any other. Of course. But like it does evoke this 
because the photos I've seen of it, and I have mm-hmm. a very narrow view of Utah itself, but like I've been playing Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. It feels like this like like deserts and cowboys mm-hmm. and the idea of seeing a figure up on a hill. Yeah. Like you could imagine that being like somebody in a top hat with a handlebar mustache or something <laughs> like that. Right. But instead it's like someone from like one of the Bee Gees. I <laughs> like know. Some somebody 70s. with like a, a big long collar that reaches their nipples. That's so weird. Yeah. I, I know. And also I was thinking like. If you, I don't know. I mean, who knows the circumstances of whoever this person is that died? But like, I guess I would assume perhaps that maybe this is the area that they died or something. Right. Maybe they're, especially with what I'm about to say, and maybe they're kind of reenacting their death. Like, what about hiking gear is signature 70s? You know? Right. Well, maybe that's the issue. Maybe they died because they were Yeah, trying they didn't to, have the proper... They yeah. were climbing the mountain in, like, platform Yeah, disco shoes. shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dressed like Pee-wee when he went to the, the biker bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. Maybe that's the issue. And There's that, your problem. That would explain this. Suddenly, without warning, if you're still looking at this guy, looking back at him, he will plunge down the cliff, running or gliding down the canyon wall at an impossible angle... But just before he hits the ground, disappears. I love it. I love it. And so it's honestly, it's like just before the bikers get to Pee Wee to beat him up. Still on Pee Wee. Disappears. Wow. Yeah, without Oh, that's not true. That's not true. He befriends them and then he he takes one of their bikes. Yeah, doesn't he dance and and he points points at his crotch and his bottom? Right. I was picturing him getting away and I was like, oh, he's getting away from the bikers. But actually, they've befriended him and they've given him a bike at that point. So forget what I just said. I will. Strike that from the Consider it forgotten. No, I love (laughs) the idea of this person running down a rock face. I also can't really picture it running or gliding at an impossible angle. What does that even mean? Is that like he's like perpendicular it yeah. wouldn't be perpendicular what would it be like at a right angle or yeah. something imagine like mountain. spider-man mm-hmm. spider-man running as if you were running on the ground but running right. up the side of a building exactly. that's what disco stew is doing running down the mountain yeah totally it's so it, it speaks to the idea of like ghosts being outside of the typical laws of physics yep and like it, it, this repeating ghost kind of thing mm-hmm. the what's the term i'm blanking to tell you the truth i know you residual are, residual hauntings where it's like they, they continually relive a particular moment mm-hmm. often the moment of their death it's such a spectacle weird thing to be like oh you're looking at me right this is how it happened but it's this yeah, bizarre maybe he's staring, extrapolated waiting for you to stare back to tell his own story. Yes, to like have it be seen. But similar to like I've talked about this weird idea of like how pop culture sometimes presents ghosts where it's like their their physicality is distorted. Mm-hmm. Like was Slimer a ghost? What is that? Right. But it's like He does have butt cheeks. It's been you're right. Yeah. It's been 50 years so Or he meant, was he a human or whatever? A five yeah. pumpkin. Yeah. But like <laughs> two pumpkin. Two pumpkins <laughs> on the back of Slimer. <laughs> right on his Slimer. Yep. But so like this idea of like this ghost from the 70s like has he just forgotten enough of being human that he's reenacting his own death by running down the mountain right like he's still in the process of losing touch yeah and so it communicates to us so strangely we Mm -hmm. see it and it doesn't look right right yeah that is really interesting um there's also a creek in this area that is supposedly haunted by a little girl and people say that they see her playing on rocks in the middle of the water and luckily it doesn't seem like she's if she's got a residual haunting thing going on, at least she seems like she's happy enough because okay. she's often seen singing or humming to herself. That's nice. That's a nice um, end, yeah. Right. And then as people get closer to her, classically, she vanishes. Perfect. 
So this is a long but cool comment from hauntedplaces.org. Um, as I said before, this is a website that you can go to and check out local or just any um, haunted spots in the world. And if you've been there, you have the option to leave a comment with your experience. And this one came from Tank Johnson Whoa. in 2014. So they said... There's a cave on top of the mountain. It's about an hour hike from the parking lot. And now let's do a quick aside um, from another commenter named Aaron because they responded to this comment, but I feel like it paints a picture that helps the rest of Tank's story. Okay. So Aaron said, it's called Buckley's Mine. It's an abandoned mine. There's no real trail to it, so you hike the normal trail up for about 40 minutes, and then you can scale the north side of the canyon until you hit the foot of a cliff. Oh my God. These people live much different lives than I do. Yeah. Follow the cliff out toward the mouth of the canyon and you'll see it. I've never had anything happen, but it's definitely a creepy place. So that's what we're thinking of. Tank and his friend did this. They, this they, is some Old West they stuff. They scaled this is, stuff and ended up in Buckley's mine. This is some Red Dead Redemption finding a, you know an old abandoned mine. Yeah, yeah it's okay. wild. Yeah. So now back to Tank's account. We ventured, we ventured in not expecting much. Little did I know that this cave is 100% haunted. There's a ladder inside the cave that extends upward about 100 feet into another cavern. I, cl I climbed to the top first, and we only had one person climb the ladder at a time because we were not sure how sturdy it was. Ugh. Being I don't know. Who, who's doing that? Tank and his friend, I believe it's Mosea. Okay. Um, being alone in the cavern by myself for five minutes, I experienced things that I will never forget. I first heard whispering behind me. I didn't really pay attention. I didn't. It's always tough because the punctuation isn't always grand these yeah, things. Yeah. I first heard whispering behind me. I didn't really pay attention to it because I thought it was my mind playing tricks on me. Then the voices got progressively louder. My stomach at this point was turning again with the stomachs. I know Utah. a lot of tummy stuff in Utah. Yeah. Uh, my stomach at this point was turning. I had an overwhelming feeling of depression and hate. Whoa. And it was so, it was so weird that the feeling was getting worse and worse to the point that I was about to vomit. I had enough of that as soon as I decided that I needed to go back down the ladder and get the freak out of there. My friend Mosea, Mosiah was just getting to the top of the ladder. When he arrived at the second cavern with me, those feelings instantly vanished because his friend was there. Oh, that's nice. Kind of cute. Uh, we were in a little cavern that was probably the size of a shed. I'm sitting on one side and Mosiah is about six to eight feet away from me. We were sitting and waiting for our other friends to reach the top of the ladder. While waiting, the sickness returned and the whispering started again. Ooh. Then the next thing I hear is, Tank, don't touch me. M Mosiah was accusing me of pushing him. I was eight feet away from him, and I swear I did not touch him. Eventually, our friends arrived to the top, and we ventured a little into other caverns. Every time we would go into another cave, one of us would say, let's get out of here. We would agree, but for some reason couldn't leave. We tried numerous times to get out of the cave, but for some reason it was pulling us in deeper. It was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. After spending five hours of trying to get out of the cave, one of us decided to say a prayer to help us get out. For some reason, it worked. On our way, on our way out, I took a picture of a tunnel that goes all the way up. There's no possible way anyone can get up there. It's like a giant hole in the ceiling that extends about 80 feet. As we're heading out, the group is tired and quiet. I'm in the very back walking behind Mosiah, and all of a sudden I hear, Tank! And I was a little startled because of the, because of the tone of his voice. He sounded annoyed and upset. 
I was confused as to why he was so pissed at me. Then I answered back, what? And then Mosiah told me to stop hitting his backpack. But I swear to all things that are holy that I didn't touch his backpack. Huh. So somebody's really messing with Mosiah. And, and maybe and, treating Tank as a vessel. What do you do you think Tank was touching Mosiah and didn't realize or something? I mean, maybe. It seems like they were incredibly receptive to bizarre Tank. energy in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they described climbing that hundred foot ladder right. to that other room, whatever. It's hard for me to even picture this. It's you know hard to I mean? picture like, it, yeah. I've just never been inside anything like that, no. like that huge where you go inside like a ca uh, you know, like there, a cave and there's yeah. like a cavern to the side and all this other stuff. I know there are all these like chambers and pockets. There there are a lot of YouTube channels that are dedicated to this sort of like exploration of abandoned mines because there are a mm -hmm. lot of them. Yeah. And they're all like, you know, video doesn't even do a lot of stuff justice. Mm -hmm. Like I you can get an, a foreboding feeling watching the YouTube videos and I guarantee it's like a million times worse if you're actually there. Oh, absolutely. We I think we watched some on some show or on Patreon or something. I know it rings a bell. Um, but yeah, I some of these spaces are so tight that people so go into dark. unbelievably dark. But so like the idea that Tank climbed up to this other chamber mm -hmm. and then was so depressed and angry that he was gonna throw up. Yeah, you've been so angry Bacon that you just you horked. No, I'm so mad. Like it's crazy. Good thing he wasn't over yeah. the ladder. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> oh my. Nobody was his friends who were preparing to go up one at a time. I know. When you're climbing an up a ladder surprise. and you feel something splatter. Tank no. Tank! Sorry, Mosiah. <laughs> I threw up. <laughs> we know. I um yeah, it, it feels like, you know, like we just talked about residual hauntings. Mm -hmm. What happened in that mine? The only other thing I know about mines is like you hit pockets of carbon monoxide. Yeah. And you need to have canaries down there so the canary will die first so, so you, you know, know something's wrong. Yep. Are they like in that mine? And I mean, you could maybe be like, did they naturally hit some sort of thing that made them sick? Right. And nauseous. like hallucinate or something? Or do you want to get paranormal and be like they're in that mine and sensing the residual energies mm -hmm. that are almost making them relive something that went wrong in there? Mm, interesting. Yeah, maybe Mosiah keeps getting touched because of something that somebody experienced there. Right. It's sort of like enacting through them. Yeah. Interesting. Well, check this out. Okay. As soon as our little argument ended, we all heard a painful screech coming from behind me. So we all take off and are trying to get out as soon as possible. When we reach the end, there's a steel gate that we have to slide through to get out. On the other side of the gate was the weirdest looking human I've ever seen. He looked like... I apologize. A redneck on heroin. Okay. His pale skin literally glowed in the dark. He had no shirt or shoes on and was just staring at us. I've never been so scared in my life. Assuming he was going to hurt us, I grabbed a nearby stick and the rest of my friends grabbed rocks. We were ready to throw down. But before anything happened, the psycho takes off down the mountain and literally vanished. Whoa. I will never go back to that cave. I have pictures on my phone of the cave and you can see a man looking down at us from the random <sighs> tunnel that goes 80 feet up. Amazing. That's great. Great so, story. Way to yeah. go, Tank. Good job, Tank. Um... What the hell is going on there? So is that person somebody who a long time ago was right. trapped in the mine and maybe over time, I, I don't know what happened to their shirt and shoes, maybe just long enough that they disintegrated or fell off maybe. or whatever. Plum don't know. There's no telling what might happen to people in the tunnels. <laughs> it's, it's, 
absolutely true. If I can uh, break a level of reality here, drop a fourth Please. wall real quick. We record live. Mm -hmm. So right now, as we record, we're on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at GTTU pod. Yeah. Where one of our viewers right now is Trevor, who I believe is in Utah. And I need to mm -hmm. apologize to you, Trevor, for the things that we've been saying about Utah. Well, it's not so much about Utah. Yeah, it's about our experiences trying to find out what's going on in Utah. Exactly. But we appreciate you being here. Anyway, yeah. Trevor says, I've searched old mines here. The only thing I've found is a mattress and other things that will haunt my mind forever. That's the other concern about exploring some abandoned mine. Of course. Who might else be in there? Doing right? like, the same thing. or Living like, in there. Exactly, or, living in there. Yeah. I know, I know. And this person ended up being a paranormal person. Phantasm. Yes, phantasm. But no, seriously, you, you never know when you're exploring these areas that are abandoned and not like yep. sanctioned to explore. Because I guess to go to Buckley's Mine, you have to go off trail. This isn't something that's maintained no. or paroled. Um, Maybe that was Buckley. <laughs> Welcome to my mind. I'm out of my mind. Maybe he was just going to say hello and welcome. Hello. And then they started Pew. picking up rocks and stuff. Right. And he was like, I'm out. <laughs> Time for Buckley to skidoo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That, that's the, the scary place. Wonderful. Wonderful, yes. Kristen. Thank you. Well, Will, why don't we do your last show? Just do some, some, some minis and then <laughs> run away. Yeah. <laughs> Scramble skidoo and run just like Buckley. All right, here's here's the biggest mini that I've got, which is kind of interesting. It's 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 everything I've got left is very very small. So I What's found great? out about an urban legend in Utah known only as Emo's Grave. Yes, okay, I had this. You had this? Yes. I, I knew it was skirting a line because it touches it's so on. Short. It's, it's like very it's part short. of a bigger thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this came to me from the dead history. I thought it may, maybe touched more in the urban legend territory, yeah. so I took it. Mm -hmm. The legend. If you circle a mausoleum with the name Moritz on it, if you circle the Moritz mausoleum three times while chanting emo, 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 and then look into the mausoleum, you'll see the glowing red eyes of emo staring back at you. Uh, Does that line up delightful. with whatever you've got? Yep. Is it like the same thing yes. from the same sort? Yes. Okay, all right. Yep. So the, the history is that uh, this is a, a real thing. There is a, a mausoleum with the name Moritz on it. It is in, quote, the Jewish, Jewish section of the Salt Lake City Cemetery. Mm -hmm. The tomb is visible from 4th Street. You will not find the name Emo anywhere on the mausoleum because the mausoleum belonged to somebody named Jacob Moritz. Yeah. Evidently, in 1910... Uh, he was traveling in Germany, had a heart attack, died, was cremated. Mm -hmm. His cremains were flown over to be put in the mausoleum, which they were. Yeah. But then at some point later, and I don't understand why these things happen, because we've come across this many times, where it's like the the remains were moved to another location. Yeah, I don't know. Why? I don't know. I'm sure there must be a, 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 a plausible, like, it's probably like a, an emotional... Mm -hmm. sentimental family reason or something. But I, I've Could read be. that enough times on the show that I'm like, I'm not used to the idea of burying somebody and then taking those remains. Well, also, I mean, if these things happened long enough ago, maybe it's connected to just like deciding to reuse the land for other things. Like think about how right. New Orleans is basically just built over graves. That's definitely true. And and even the, the above ground mm -hmm. cemeteries, there are multiple bodies in one plot. Because right. like the body will essentially decay in there mm -hmm. and they'll literally push the bones yes. back to slide another body in. Yep. It's like everybody just ends up in a communal pile of dust back there. Yeah, yeah. 
Interesting. But so I, I don't think it's that because the mausoleum that says Moritz, which is very specific, mm-hmm. is still there. So that's that's the emo's yeah. grave, urban legend. Yeah. Circle it three times saying emo, 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 and you'll see the red eyes of emo. In a window, right? Was that? Yeah, because I think the, there's like a window in the door of the mausoleum. Oh, right, Like it's right. like a tiny one-person room. Yes. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, do you, oh, I thought you had another one. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I, I do. That's, no, it's fine. We're good. There's there's Hobbitville. Okay. Uh, this was, uh, it's now known as Allen Park. Mm-hmm. It seems that a doctor, Dr. Gregory Allen in 1931 uh, was an exotic bird enthusiast. He basically built up this like... Like Heidi Fleiss. Sure. The Hollywood madam. Okay. She ended up being an exotic bird enthusiast. So that's what she does now. <laughs> so she, she hang- ended up. Yeah, she hangs she, out with birds. That was her end. <laughs> uh, but so like he, this this guy, this Dr. Gregory Allen, he built out this entire like campus thing with like beautiful like wooden cabins and, and stone walls and stuff. And bit by bit, it fell into disrepair. Mm-hmm. And then it became, I, I couldn't really figure out the why. It became like just known in the area as Hobbitville. Huh. I think just because it was a small. I bet say small. A teeny tiny little community. It's, yeah. But. And now it's just open as a public park. But that's like... That's cool. It's kind of... It's just kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, it sounds like the kind of place where they have ch- uh, thunderpots. Absolutely. Yeah. Get your thunderpot on in Hobbitville. Yeah. Picture Bilbo. <laughs> Getting to work. Oh, yeah. All right. My last two super minis. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, in American Fork Canyon, there is a cave where Ted Bundy took some of his victims. Oh, good. A lot about tunnels and caves. Yeah. Ted Bundy using tunnels and caves in Utah. I, I guess because it's so mountainous. Mountains lead to caves. I guess. And it's debated whether or not that part of it's true. Like, he did have victims in Utah, uh-huh. I guess. But did he use caves? I don't know. That speaks more to this, like, like fear of, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. And just kind of, like, speculation. Unseen like things, places. Yeah, things being hidden in caves. And yeah. he killed people in Utah. So did he take them to caves? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the last thing that I've got for you, there is a town in Utah called Virgin. Mm-hmm. And in Virgin, there is a big sign on a building that says Virgin Jail. And, <laughs> and people like to take pictures of themselves frowning in front of it. <laughs> in, that's fun i'm in virgin jail which is great it's pretty good yeah, charming <laughs> why not there you go that's that's all i know about utah that's you told that just means you need to get on these shows william You're, you'll learn all sorts of things what shows are they again the real house of salt lake city right and sister wives why do i feel but like to I enjoy learn... utah you'll really just have to watch the christine parts feels like i won't learn a goddamn thing mm, probably not <laughs> all right everybody thank you so much we hope that you enjoyed Ah. And we will be back next week with more of weird weirdo crap. Always weird crap the show. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all so much for hanging out uh and uh apologies to Utah. Mhm. Uh, although you touched upon us. Uh, thank the you. Reporters of Utah. Everybody, yeah. patreon.com slash pod if you'd like to stay in our arena. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd greatly appreciate any reviews you might leave on Apple Podcasts. Maybe not after this episode. Wait a few episodes and then leave a review. That's a good idea. Um, and you can follow us online. Yep, I'm at Chillin' Kristen. I'm at The Myth Traveler. So as Kristen said, more weird crap is coming in the future. Oh, yeah. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. Oh yeah. I just remember you kinda liked the housewives, so 
I'm sure it's, I would. It's not outside the realm of possibility to check out Salt Lake City. You know how it is. <laughs> you know. I know. I do know how it is. I get it. I've spent some time away, and it's very daunting to imagine watching more. But I'm sure once I started watching it, I, I would be lulled in. As if I've hit a carbon monoxide yeah, pocket. Yeah, probably. You just um, sink and look. You know, it'd be a good entry point. There's Listen. somebody on the show who um, is arrested, is in jail now, mm -hmm. and a SWAT team uh, surrounded this sprinter van that all the housewives were in oh. to go on a trip, thinking that she might be in there, but she wasn't. She, she, wasn't. she got tipped off. <gasps> she was in the sprinter van and then she gets a call and she's like oh um i have to go my husband's in the hospital because they're about to leave on like a trip and they're yeah. like oh my god because it has to be something extreme for her to leave yeah and then like five minutes later swat guys are all around they're like we're looking for jen shaw that is pretty cool it's awesome well they're not they're not mad like that but yeah uh, well whatever yeah. I, I just i hope i didn't give you the impression that i'm looking for a way in <laughs> that, no no you did more than anything is what i'm concerned about no if only <laughs>